thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind featuring Dr. Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to Inside Champion's Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything you do. I'm Lawrence Tam, with a cold, with a flu, uh, as my stuffy voice, as the co-founder of the Wellness Couch, and by my side, my champion mindset co-host, Marcus Pierce. Lawrence Tam, I am uh, I am amazed, inspired by your champion mindset showing up today because we are releasing this episode one week after its scheduled release because you weren't well at all on your return home and uh, as we record this, you are still working through this flu and you are recording. I think everyone out there listening right now is giving you a massive round of applause, a massive thank you because we know how much people love listening to this and rather than just, uh, you know, not do it, you are showing up, which uh, is remarkable. You've got me inspired, so thanks for thanks for coming on in spite of challenge. Hey, man, it's uh, it's what we do, right? So it's one of those things is that uh, I sound terrible, but hey, at the end of the day, it's that uh, my head is actually somewhat clear uh, for the first time in about nine days. Um, there's no fog over my head. Um, well, there is still fog, but not uh, not the, uh, the fog that's been over my head for the last nine days. Honestly, I haven't been able to think. Um, and I just had to give in uh, to it, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, now I'm fighting my, crawling my way back and fighting my way back uh, to, into health. That's, uh, that's, that's what it feels like. And I'm just trying to describe it to you as best as possible. But at the end of the day, um, the show must go on. Uh, let's, we've already delayed it by a week. So I, I apologize for uh, anybody who's uh, get, missing their uh, you know, champion mind fix. I know mentioned, a couple of people mentioned that on Facebook. So uh, thanks for your well wishers. But uh, we're back on deck. And uh, hey, maybe you get to see me. Um, you know, talk about stuff and uh, go off on tangents that uh, I normally don't go because my brain's in a fog. <laughs> I can't believe you're even apologizing. It frustrates <laughs> me that you even feel the need to apologize. I I'm think Canadian, man. It's natural in me. It's a uh, part of my DNA. Is it really? Oh, see, <laughs> one of my pet hates in the human condition is the over-apologetic nature that so many of us live in today. And uh, if there's anything that you don't need to apologize for, it's you don't need to apologize for uh, having the flu. But I want to know. Well, I'm sorry for being uh, sorry. yeah you can apologize for being sorry i like it i want to know because i've never had this flu and i'm just going to touch my wooden desk here as i say that but i've never had what you've experienced and just give us an insight as to i don't i don't know what it's like to be down and out for eight or nine days and again i'm just touching wood feverishly here at the moment but what what not a July, man. Like, I have no idea. I've never had a flu for this long. Like, usually, you know, if I get a cold or a flu, it's usually like 24 hours I'm recovered, you know. Um, this one just knocked me out, man. It, it just really knocked me out. Um, you know, I was on the day, the day I was supposed to fly, I was in Beverly Hills and and uh, we were supposed to, you know, hang out with the family, go to, you know, Rodeo Drive, do the, you know, touristy thing and, you know, get ready for a 1030 flight that night. And uh, honestly, I just couldn't get out of bed and um, went to breakfast and just said to the concierge and just said, listen, I need a late night check, late checkout. And I think they gave it to me until one while my family just went and, uh, you know, did their thing. And uh, I think the rest of the afternoon was just me standing, sitting, <laughs> walking around a shopping center, oh. uh, you know, just trying to you know, get composed as much energy as possible. I think well, I never actually go into a, a store called Brooks, Brooksdale or what, uh, Brookstone. And uh, they had like, you know, those high-tech massage chairs. 
yes uh, like mass like i'm talking like a whole 3d massage chair like this looked like a space capsule it's like five it's like a grand. cubicle yeah it's a five grand <laughs> thing and i just said can i use can i try one of these and she goes yeah sure and she set it on for like 20 minutes i was on there massa- being massaged by this robot uh everywhere and it was even heated i was sweating i was like man this is the best Be like, can thing i put I- it on repeat for the next two hours oh my god it was <laughs> I-, I felt so bad i'm like surely i should be getting off this thing i felt like half an hour or an hour i was on this yeah. thing and she came yeah. finally she came are you okay i'm like yeah I'm-, I'm fine i'm like i thought you know do i turn this on automatically and she goes oh i set it for 20 minutes i'm like oh my god 20 minutes uh, that was uh i felt like i've been on there for hours. anyway so that's how i got sick in 15 hours flight you know coming home uh, I was just not talking to anybody and I felt really bad for my wife. So Karen, thank you. I love you. And, and thanks for uh, taking care of the kids. And you know, the, that wasn't even the problem. The two hour on the tarmac, uh, before we oh. left, that drove me absolutely what? insane. I really was really, well, you're on the, you're sitting in the plane doing nothing for two hours, for two hours before we even left and knowing that I have another 15 hours to go as soon as we decide to take off. And so it's just like a 15 hour turned onto a 17 hour and, you know, on top of all that, it's just, it was not good. Uh, but you know, it was just, it's just, I couldn't do it anymore. I, I was so, um, sick. Um, I couldn't even watch a movie. Like that's how bad I was. I just closed my eyes and just hope and pray that I would just fall asleep, uh, for the next 17 hours. Um, but that's pretty oh. much my day. And then by the time I got back, I was just in bed, man. I've been in bed for like all week and I just couldn't fight it. I just let go. And I went through every single symptom that you could possibly think of, uh, you know, from joint pain to bed sores to not bed sores, actually. That's, that's bed sores. No, 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 no. Bed sores. Bed sores meaning like, you know how we, no, no, not bed sores. Sorry. I apologize. Not bed sores. My bed sores meaning like your joints are so painful because you've been in bed for so long. That's like bed oh, joint pain. Uh, you know, mucus, everything, man. It was just, it was just absolutely horrible. But, you know, it was one thing at a time. But, anyways, I digress. So I don't Damien know. Christoph has just called in. He wants to know if you've had diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> actually, that's one thing. Oh, no, I actually did have diarrhea. I did have diarrhea. I had everything, man. Oh man, it's I don't even know why we're discussing on this. Let's move on to to some. Did you vomit? He wants to know if you vomited. I did not vomit. That's one. No vomiting. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, So, so I want to ask you: the tone of today's episode is bad luck or fate. And you did a great Facebook post on this, but I want to know before we get into what you spoke about: has this nine-day adventure that you've gone on been a stroke of bad luck or a twist of fate? Um, you know, I think, I think in, uh, in terms of life, I think there's a, a mixture of healthy balance of, of fate. I, I honestly believe that life is about faith, uh, fate and, and, and that, you know, there are certain synchronicities that actually happen in our lives to meet the people that we meet or things that happen to us because of, um, you know, of certain aspects who outside of the powers of you know that i you and i can probably understand however having said that as well um i do not uh you know put my whole entire life life just to fate itself i believe that we also mm-hmm. have some control um in terms of the destiny and the and the, and, and the path that we have created for ourselves and also being put into certain situations because of the decisions that you you and i have both made or anybody else makes in their life so i think it's a mixture um of uh, of fate a uh, mixture of decision making um and control and discipline and action um mixture mixed in with some luck i mean there's no doubt in my mind that in this world um there is a bit of luck um that comes into play but luck only happened because you were prepared 
Um, and so you were there, you showed up. Yeah, you showed up and you took actions to be in that position to be chosen for whatever, you know what I mean? And I mean, I look at this, like I just literally had my birthday uh, in bed, of course, uh, last week. <gasps> I haven't right? said happy birthday to you on uh, Inside the Champions uh, right, Happy birthday, LT. Thank you, thank you. Um, but I was in bed, like I literally was in bed. I had like hundreds of messages. Thank you. So thank you very much for those who people who sent me messages. Um, I couldn't even respond. <laughs> so I just couldn't. But I did a post on that day. I, I'm pretty sure I did a post on that day. Yes, I do. Kind you of. Did, I couldn't fathom how yeah. you could post uh, when you were feeling so like, ill, but you found a way. Found a way, man. So, like, found a way. Because um, I wanted to honor the people in my life, right? And the, the post that I made was I honored my parents, you know. So, obviously, um, you know, it's my birthday. However, I think it's also important that um, I acknowledge the people that actually got me there, right? <laughs> got me here on that particular <laughs> day, and, which is my parents. And and I just think about, look at the, the luck that they actually had, or maybe fate, or combination of everything we've just been talking about, to get to their situations, to be able to meet my parents, my mind. My dad was born in India, uh, in Calcutta, one of the poorest, you know, poverty-stricken cities in the world, especially at that time. And my mom, you know, born in China, and you know, somehow they found themselves and found and fell in love in Canada, uh, you know, which is halfway, you know, on the other side of the world. Right? Is that fate? Is that luck? Is that chance? Yeah. Well, I think it took a combination of everything, um, and you know, they fell in love, and I happened to be born on, you know, on the third of May. And on the second thing is on the same day, like the on the third of May, like I actually met my wife. Karen, um, twenty years ago, like twenty years to that day. Um, so now I officially. What birthday have, was it? Was it your twenty first? It was my twenty first birthday. Yeah, yeah. So the day before my twenty first birthday, um, I met her um, through a sheer luck of just being at the right place at the right time, and, and we knew, um, you know, we had a friend in common. Um, and, you know, we hit it off and I invited her to my birthday and, you know, everything kind of hit off from that point from my 21st birthday. And so, you know, was that fate? Was that luck? I mean, you just think about the chance of meeting someone, you know, uh, the love of your life in, in all those moments and all those things that bring into, into play me being in the right university, in the right city, Sri coming home on the summer holiday, um, you know, all that stuff happened. Um, is it luck, fate, action? I think, like I said before, it's a combination of everything. It's pretty cool. I mean, the headline, and uh, you got me thinking about this when you said that, like the headline reeks of fate. If you talk about your parents and the way they met, everyone would say that's just fate. And if you talk about the way you and Karen met, everyone would say, oh, that's just fate. But I think for every single thing that happens in our life, there is always an undercurrent of the opposite. So there's always the undercurrent of luck, like the sliding doors or the the plane that you missed or you didn't miss or whatever it is. Um, And I think uh, when you talk about those scenarios um when you think of how you met karen i could bet you could look at um, events and circumstances that came up in the preceding 24 hours which may have meant that you didn't meet karen so you may have gone somewhere else instead of where you went and all the rest of it um and it's interesting how the things that we decide oh no i'll go and visit there or go for dinner there or whatever it is ends up having such a profound impact on our life yeah, and I think the reason why we, we, we don't look at those circumstances is because we don't evaluate our daily decisions and um, our, our consequences or actions that we take um, actually have a, that big of an impact on our life because we just look at it as a decision or uh, an action. But I think, yeah. you know, you, all of us, you know, you know listening to this uh, are, 
you know, you got to understand that you are in this position listening to this particular podcast right now um, in, you know, in 2016 because of the technology that's been given by, a home, you know, whatever, uh, you're listening to your iPhone or whatever. All that happened because a combination of millions of people, right? Millions of people all working together on their own projects who don't even know you somehow created a device that allows you to to listen to us halfway across the world or wherever you are, um, you know, to two people who just having a conversation because developed by some people who developed something called Skype, uh, who, you know, someone developed something called a call recorder recording this. And then, you know, like, so it's a combination of so many uh, moving parts that we don't even think about. And, you know, do we call that fate? Do we call that luck? I, you know, I think it's it's just life. It's that we just don't necessarily connect the dots. And I love what Steve Jobs says is that you don't necessarily connect the dots until you go backwards. You know what I mean? Um, you, you know, you're looking for... Uh, or someone, when you look back over your life. Yeah, when you look back on your life, and yeah. you connect the dots and go, oh my God, like I only got here because of, you know, if I, when I did that, which just caused that and that caused the trickle, trickle effect. Yeah. Um, versus whereas uh, most of us look, you know, can't connect dots moving forward. Well, you can't. You can't only, you can only connect dots looking backwards. And, um, but I think it's worth, I think it's, you know, if you're going to get anything out of this particular podcast, I think it's worthwhile to evaluate your life, to look at certain parts of your life and just remember how lucky you are. You know, how lucky we all are um, to be in this position. I mean, first of all, like we live in a, most of us live in a very, very lucky world. No matter, despite all the problems and frustrations and, and life and problems that you're having, you're lucky. Like you are one of the lucky ones who, to be able to live in a, in a world and a city and a country that um, that's able to provide for you. And you have a job and, you know, you're, you're, you're able to, to have a device to be able to listen to um not just us, but for anybody, you, 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 any education that you can get your hands on, I think all of that, um, we are lucky. I think we should be fortunate and we should be thankful. Um, and now, the, you know, now you've been grateful for about it, then you got to ask your question, what are you going to do about it? You know, like, yeah. are we going to, uh, are we going to continue on the victimhood or, or of like, you know, life is hard, or are you going to continue onwards on saying that, hey, we're a lucky, we're a lucky nation, we're lucky people, we're lucky people, so therefore let's do something about it and uh, let's make people who are unlucky, or not as lucky as we do, um, have a better life and make, make a bigger impact. And I think the the when we label something in our life as bad luck, I'm a, there's millions of people out there or almost not out there that would love to have the bad luck that we might that we might define. So if if you were walking around going, oh, this is such bad luck that I've been so down. There's plenty of parents out there that uh, have children that have passed away. They wish they could have a child that was sick for nine days rather than a child that wasn't there anymore. Um, there are so many instances in our life that we might label as bad luck or you know that wasn't meant to be that way and you know what like there's plenty of people that would love your bad luck right now and i think when we have that flipped um perspective on what is luck and what is good and what is bad luck then we go you know what it just is and 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 i loved what you said at the beginning lt like at some point in this uh nine day um you know, bedridden time that you've been on, you just you just surrendered to it. You just uh, not you didn't give up. You just you're like you know what? Like, there's not much I can do about this. No. I may as well just uh, surrender to it and not um, not fight it. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is that you know we got to remember um, that sometimes like your body's telling you something. And, and is it bad luck that I got this call? Well, maybe. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I think that you know I recognize and I look back and go. I take full responsibility. I don't think that there's such thing as, you know, to me, like I, yeah, are there bad circumstances that occurred 
but I got to take full responsibility. I can't control life. If you hadn't been out drinking all night the night before in Beverly Hills and smoking and all the other things that you <laughs> yeah. do that we don't know about, then you know this might be bad luck. But Absol- because you did, absolutely, exactly. <laughs> like I had a pretty freaking hard three days before that, right? So let's let's go backwards and say, you know what? I got to take full responsibility. I stayed up late for three nights in a row. Um, you know, leading up to that day, uh, actually probably four nights in a row. Um, I was hanging out with some amazing people, uh, you know, got a chance to meet Tony Hawk and, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk and, yeah, that you know, cool. and, and just meeting like, you know, Dave Asprey and, you know, whatever, like, you know, it's a lot of freaking amazing people, uh, waking up early in the morning, working out with Ben Greenfield, uh, you know, you know, meditating with Navy SEAL snipers, um, you know, like freaking, I was just amazed at, at that whole entire weekend. And I stayed up late. That's my choice. And so that's what I mean by that. Like, I don't see it as bad luck as that I have to accept the fact that it was my responsibility and my choice of action that got me into that situation, right? You know, if I didn't stay up late, would I have got the flu? I don't know. But all I know is that I chose to stay up late. I chose to hang out with people. I chose to talk. And which means that it lowered my immune system. Um, and it got to an opportunity for a virus or a bacteria to be able to get take hold of my body, and and you know, and the unfortunate event is that I lost nine days of my life in a sense of you know not being productive or anything, and and but I got to take full responsibility. I put myself in that situation, and I think the reason you know this is important is because I have to take responsibility for the actions that that led to that point, and. Then here's why you need to do that. I think if you don't take responsibility and you just attribute it to bad luck and that you know why does this always happen to me? Blah blah blah. The problem with that type of mentality moving forward in your life is that then you are living a life of circumstances, which means that you're living a life that which means you have no influence or control over it. And so if you choose, happens to you. yeah, and, and I'm fine. If you want to live that way, that's perfectly fine. I'm not going to judge you for it. However, if you, if you evaluate that carefully, that does mean though, that the world is not in your control, but the world is outside of your control, which means then you are, um, you're living a life based on someone else's, um, uh, influence on you. And to me, that doesn't sit well with me. To me is that I believe that you should, I mean, I, I believe that for me, I want to control the every aspect of my life as best as I can. Like I can't control everything. I can't control the weather. I can't control what technology can be invented in the next six, six months or next five years. I can't control if if uh, um, you know uh, something you know drastically happens to my body. Blah blah. I can't control certain things, but I can control the things I can control. Right. This goes back to the serenity prayer, um, mm-hmm. and I want to be able to have that same influence. So basically, what I'm saying is take the responsibility. Right. If you own the responsibility that you are where you are because, like wherever you are right now, in this situation, you are where you are because of one, you took, you made decisions in your life. And all those cumulative decisions that you've ever made got you to where you are and you accept that. That's one. Number two is that there's also decisions that someone else has made in the in the world, in your outside environment and things that we you know that may be outside of your control that also led you to the path that you where you are today, right? If you accept those two facts, then I think moving forward, you at least have the opportunity, like the opportunity doesn't mean you will happen, but you have the opportunity to change, dictate, move, adapt um, to a newer life if you choose to by making better future decisions from here on in, but also remembering that you can't go back to change any decision you've already made in the past. 
Okay, so let me put you on the spot here, which I know you love. Based on everything that you've just said, let's test this out. What have you gained in experience from the last nine days? What's been good about it? What have you gained? Where's, uh, where's been the deposits? Um, okay, so th- th- what's gained is that Damien Christoph is that much closer to me physically now um, because <laughs> I haven't worked out in like almost two, three weeks now. And so he's that much closer. <laughs> assuming, assuming, assuming that he's actually been working hard. Uh, no, no, just, just wasted away. The yeah. muscle has just dripped off. Oh, man. It's... And uh, Damo has now just overtaken. Oh, I better tell Damo this yeah. nine days. Um, he'll be getting excited. Yeah, he'll, he'll be getting excited. Um, no, sorry. Uh, what I've gained is this. Number one is, um, okay, let's, let's no in particular order. One is I had to surrender um, to my body and just had to listen to it. Um, that was hard to do sometimes, you know, like you can't, you can push and sometimes you have to just let things go. Um, there's certain things I can control and I certain things I couldn't control and I could not control what my body was doing. I can support it as best I can with, you know, great nutrition and, and feel and rest as much as I can, but the body's going to do what the body's going to do. Um, so, you know, that surrender, uh, was very important and letting that go. Um, I ha- I was forced to cancel a whole bunch of things. Uh, cancel this podcast. I cancel um, two of my events that was ha- supposed to be happening this weekend. Um, I oh. had to cancel a webinar that had like a hundred, over a hundred people register last week. Um, I had to cancel phone calls. Um, I did a lot of things. I had to cancel and make decisions on very very quickly because of um, you know just because of the situation that I'm in. Um, yeah. You know, I, I evaluated that. You know, I had a lot of thought thinking time. I had a lot of thinking time to myself. Um, really weird vivid dreams and in terms of like you know where i should be and evaluating my life um a lot of those things i think will will help um you know uh change the course of direction of my life um in the next six months um i made some decisions today even um or even i can know that certain things are going to happen because of where i know i need to put my energy and focus on uh and letting go things that i not necessarily have any passion for wow this is fascinating. Yeah, so there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that you know has. So it's like, more it's more on the uh, this is the thing like that for my yeah okay so this is what seems clear that when something like this happens to you, it is a life evaluating time. It's not that you think about just one area of your life. You kind of it's like not your life flashing before your eyes, but a tempered a tempered experience of that where you go, well, what's really important to me? Am I, my life's limited. I know with the stage, the state that I'm in right now, I'm lying on my bed and I can't really do much. So when I am able to get out of bed again and and live my life again, here's what I'm prepared to do and here's what I'm prepared not to do. So I gave you a good kind of Tom, it's a bit different to going to a personal development event where you draw lines in the sand, but you kind of got your, your thinking brain and your body kind of all rearing to do it. This is more like in the time where you're not in the physical shape to do it, you're in the physical shape to really plan and prepare for it. Yeah, well, I think, you know, one of the things that you, when, you, when you can't do anything else but just sit there and think, um, you, you start to evaluate a lot of things. And I just have to give in that, you know what, like it's nine days of my life or a week. I didn't know what it was. I was just taking one day at a time. And I was like, you know, you know, it's not the end of the world, right? It's not the end of the world. But, you know, i got to contrast that at the same time is that, you know, I think it's important that most of us are usually not doing enough, right? So let's, be, let's, yeah. let's face that fact. And, let's make that very clear. Yeah, just very clear. I'm not suggesting you should just sit on your laurels for the next, you know, six months or anything. I just think that most and of contemplate us... contemplate your life. Yeah, I think most of us um, don't do enough. But, however, we also don't do enough of thinking time. And I recognize that I don't think 
Uh, I don't think I spend enough time thinking about thinking. And so I miss that. And, you know, that's why I love going on planes at times early because it's a lot of thinking time. Um, See, I would look on the outside and go, you're one of the most strategic blokes I know. And strategy doesn't just happen. Like you have to think. You have to think about strategy in order to be strategic. So yeah, I think, but you also got to think, think it's everything's all relative, right? So which means that you know what my yeah. my thinking is is that you know I might you might like be, a disciplined might be more, person doesn't think they're disciplined, so they're always trying to be more disciplined. Exactly, like yeah. So I yeah. might not be I might be very strategic in your eyes, but in my mind, I'm like the most least strategic person in the world. And I just found out, you know, I did some personality testing recently, and just like I am very not you strategic. are loose. <laughs> I'm very unstrategic, <laughs> uh, whatsoever. And so. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to, to, you know, try to, you know, get clear on, on who I'm passionate about. And, you know, I, one thing that's clear for me is that, um, you know, over the last, you know, three, four weeks being away with my family, um, one thing is clearly clear is that I am very passionate about um, helping people uh, regards to uh, impact on the life. And I really start to recognize, you know, and maybe just accept the fact that, you know, that there is something that I can give to the world that that will make a bigger impact outside of what I currently do, and so that's a lot of been thinking about that um, for me. Hey, watch this space, I'll yeah. So watch this space, man. Like, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, and and I'm happy for. Please reach out. Like uh, I, I'm, I know this is the first, you know, you know, Marcus. Me in the last two years, I have never said this. So I'm actually very, very happy and excited. If you feel that I've been of value to you uh, in some way, in some capacity in your life, um, please let me know. Uh, send me a message, and you know, let I just love to find out more so that. I can be of service to you guys from the champions of my perspective, other than from a podcast perspective. Um, and let's see where that takes us. I, I don't know where that's going to go, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm really leaning into it and um, realizing that uh, there's more to, to the aspects of what I'm able to provide um, in the future. Yeah, nice. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So, so yeah, so you've had uh, for, I don't know if we call it, can we call it any epiphanies? Do you feel like you've had moments where it's just been, you know, it's it's really struck you um, in that you, you like. Are we talking? And you don't have to go into specifics here, but is this the type of stuff where you go? You know what? My life's going to take a ninety degree turn, um, where I'm putting on the, the the handbrake quite quickly and recognizing that I want to make a dramatic shift because when you're out of action for nine days, you're like, you know what? Stuff this. Enough's enough. Uh, uh, not not so much. What like I truly want to do. Not so much. I I think I I've been coming through this realization uh, for a long time, and uh, you know, over just spending some time with some amazing people, um, just made me realize where a couple of few things. Just being away, um, also it's good reflection time with family too as well. I just I, I just realized that one of the things I recognize is that I'm just holding myself back in terms of what I really want to share. And so now it's just about, you know, just being okay with, you know, sharing my deepest thoughts in terms of regards to, you know, my ability to be able to help people. And I, I get excited about, you know, you and I both get excited yeah. about Champions Mind and, yeah. and and what we're able to provide in this, in this podcast. And we do this as a hobby. Like, honestly, we do this as a hobby. And so, <laughs> you know, it's fun. It's exciting. We, we, I get, you know, I, I'm always excited about the questions you ask. Um, and I love hearing from, from, um, you know, fans or listeners or, you know, whatever you want to call them. And, and so now it's, I think it's about like, let's see where we can take this. So let's see where, um, you know, what help do you need to help solve? And, and this has helped us from the podcast perspective. And I think that's what, what's so genuinely true about this is that we do this because we love it. Uh, there's no strategy around this, right? And this yeah. is just purely it's a free us. for all. It's a free for all of us just being very trying to get very clear on our lives and uh, and hope and hopes that just us thinking out loud um, helps you in your life some way somehow. 
And I think you mentioned it earlier when you, you, you invited people to message you about their experiences and insights from being, uh, from listening to Inside the Champion's Mind. I think, and I know you taught, you taught me this LT once when I was launching the Exceptional Life Blueprint. I was saying, do I want to do one-on-one mentoring or do I want to just continue down the online space? And you said, Marcus, you learn so much about not only your business but about humanity when you, when you talk with people one-on-one and you learn about their, their life and their experiences. And, and I think that's so true what you talk about with our own um, Inside the Champions Mind tribe. We love hearing about what shifts you've made because sometimes it freaks LT out when you say, I've just listened to you and I've quit my job and that does freak us out every now and again but it also does inspire us to know what what impact this uh, podcast truly has on your life and at the same time, it does influence the direction that our own professional lives going because the more often we hear similar patterns and similar similar threads from people, that can shift the content that we create, the message that we share, the programs and events um, that we run. And so, you know, I'll just second what you say, LT, never stop connecting with us either on Facebook or through our own um, independent sites and the Wellness Couch and the rest because, um, you know, I heard someone say today, you can never get enough of people um, giving you feedback as to what impact that um, someone's had on your life. You always want to know what impact you're having. It's really the fuel that keeps uh, people like LT and I going on a on an ongoing basis. Yeah, it's just feedback, and I think you know, you know, let's take it to a learning lesson here for for everybody is that you want to have constant feedback. You know, you want to have feedback, good or bad, um, to help you, you know, help you shape in your path. Because at the end of the day, you know, one thing I recognize is that we you know we we mentioned this several times is that you know you want to focus on your genius. You know, you want to focus on what you're great at. You want to focus on your gifts, your superpowers, your you know your talents. Um, but I would I'll be the first one to say that I'm the worst judgment of my own talents. Um, and you know, it takes a lot of other people to, you know, remind me of, you know, my genius, my talents and everything else and my gifts to the world. And so, you know, feedback is what, what does that? And, and by you asking and being, not being afraid of the, the answers that you hear, um, and let's be honest feedback though. So let's not make sure that we want to make sure that we have people in our lives that are actually going to tell us the truth. And oftentimes our, you know, our, even our closest friends don't tell us the truth because they don't want to hurt your feelings. Um, mm. You know, I literally had a conversation last night, uh, yesterday with a friend of mine and we, you know, over lunch and I said, you know, could you make sure, uh, can I ask a huge favor of you? And I said, and I said to him, I go, please um, do me a favor by, you know, if I tell you my thoughts, um, it's one, re- the reason why I tell you my thoughts is because I trust in your opinion. Um, you know, and whether I follow through with that opinion, that that's uh, my own responsibility. However, I trust, I, I, I trust in your opinion of the, the thoughts that I have. So um, please be honest, don't hold back, right? And I recognize that, um, you know, because I'm a, you know, maybe because I'm mostly, you know, we're in a nice people uh, <laughs> a group in a sense, you know, like you and I are very cordial to each other and me and Damien and, you know, we're sure we make yeah. fun of each other, but we're all kind of nice. We never hurt each other's feeling because we're so close and we're good friends and I'll never yeah. tell Brett, you know, you know, certain things because they don't want to hurt his feelings and so on and so forth. However, that doesn't serve any of us. And I recognize yeah. that, you know, I think there's ways of being gentle that I want someone to pull me up and, you know, and... Well, there's a time to be gentle and there's a time to be strong and direct, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. And, and we've done that, miss, you know, a couple of times. I'm not saying we would never do that, but I mean, you know, there's certain times and moments of decisions that, you know, Marcus, you know, I tell you, Marcus, like, you're just being an idiot here. Like, you need to do this, right? Or you might tell me, Lawrence, like, you know, stop being a baby and, you know... And, stop being and, so like, humble and modest is yeah, my normal thing. Yeah, or whatever you know, I don't is, right? think I don't think I'll speak at the wellness summit and say, what do you mean, LT? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think a lot uh, of these things is just like speaking the truth. And, and I think um, having 
um, and I know we're at the end of this podcast. Maybe we need to record part two. I think let's let's do part two. Um, if you don't mind this voice, um, part two I think should we're gonna go into this part two here. Part two should go into about Wolfpack, um, and what I learned about being in the Wolfpack, and uh, I'll carry this conversation uh, if you have time, Marcus. We'll record again. Yeah, yeah, let's do and it. We'll be released two weeks from now. But I think it's about you know understanding the Wolfpack and having the the right wolf in your pack and the difference between a wolf pack and a gazelle. And I learned this from a U.S. A former U.S. Navy SEAL sniper. Uh, we had a really great conversation about this and uh, it just blew my mind and the insights that I had. And um, I'm starting meditating again um, because of him, um, which is awesome. That's a big call from you. That's yeah, a big a call, call from you. Um, yeah. yeah. It's nothing like learning how to meditate from a sniper, a U.S. Navy sniper, nice. Navy SEAL sniper. <laughs> so um, yeah, well, let's continue the conversation. But I hope you got out a lot out of this. So this, this, this uh, it's, I think this podcast is going to be called uh, Luck Versus Fate. So basically the, the foundation that you want to get out of this is, yes, is there a bit of luck in life? Of course. But there's also a bit of fate in there. But also there's a um, also you... Uh, shape the path and the destiny you have based on the actions that you take. So um, just take so and take responsibility in terms of your life and that you have control and because you can only control the things you can't control and stop worrying about the things you can't control. Um, hope you enjoyed this. And uh, if you are waiting for part two, then you're going to have to wait two weeks, unfortunately. But uh, in the meantime, make sure you go to uh, the Wellness Summit. I'd love to make sure you go to thewellnesssummit.com to see you live in September. We're pretty getting, we're gearing up for this now. We're getting pretty excited. And uh, make sure you go show up there. Make sure you go to facebook.com slash Inside Champions Mind. Tell us what you think. And like I said, uh, in this pe- particular episode, tell us um, your thoughts and your, uh, I guess, par- private messages, uh, private message us personally, if you like. Um, tell us how this has been impactful in your life so far um with inside champions mind and go to wellnesscouch.com and subscribe to us on itunes this has been inside the champions mind show dedicating you helping you overcome the awkward in the pursuit of being world-class in anything you do i'm lord sam he's marcus pierce see you on the next episode this has been a production of the wellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.